0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: Hello, my friends. Simon Miller here. And as we do, I have to talk about something that is very important, but my gosh, it's hard. I thought we would just sit down. Don't know why. It's just a weird thing I do, but it feels appropriate. So I'm sure you've all seen the allegations against WWE that has resulted in Vince McMahon resigning from the TK board. This happened late last night, my time. And I would strongly suggest you go and watch the What Culture video that the guys did yesterday because they get into all the horrible details. And all I really want to say is that we have to listen to victims. That is the most important and crucial things here. They do have things to say and they certainly do deserve our ear. Otherwise, I don't really know what to say about the situation because I've read the lawsuit in its entirety and I just have no words. And you can call me a coward. You can call me an idiot. You can call me a loser. You can call me whatever the hell you want. But that's just how I feel about it. I don't feel like I need to run onto social media to make a comment about it or anything like that in fact in many ways just me personally i find that a little bit gratuitous because there are far bigger things at play here, and really everybody's opinion on this should be that it is absolutely terrible. Also, although I do wanna say that, look, I am not important to this at all, this has nothing to do with me, but just to give you a small glimpse into my own life, which I try not to do, so I don't think anybody tunes in for that. There are things in my own life that are kind of similar or in the same ballpark that have happened to people that I love and that I care about, So when you read about this stuff, your brain kind of goes into self-preservation mode. So I always just like to give it a couple of days to process it and think about it. But again, the only takeaway I think that anybody should have is that listen to victims. Victims have something to say and then we just hope that the proper processes do what they're meant to do and we can get to a place where everyone hopefully is a little bit safer and a little bit happier. Now we are going to get on with the show. I'm going to Try and entertain you as best as I can. Because that's the point of professional wrestling. That's another reason why this stuff is just so horrible. Because you watch it to be distracted. And this is anything but a distraction. But yes, we shall have a smackdown. We shall go through it. We shall try and have some fun. And that's basically my two cents. Thank you very much. I also want to point out that what Culture has also set up a fundraiser with RAIN. And hopefully all the links should be in the comments or the description below. So if you do have some money and you can donate, that would be great. But otherwise... Let us up those downs for SmackDown. So WWE's new thing is showing people arriving at the arena. Now, they've always done this, but it feels like they've doubled down on it and kind of made me laugh because otherwise we'd be all sat around going, well, how did they get here? They must have teleported in. This is because we were having our big Women's Tag Team Championship match later, but we also saw the bloodline roaming the halls. Jimmy Uso has peaked as a human being because at one point he nodded his head and his sunglasses just fell into place. I was like, damn it, Jim, that's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. We've got this great video catching us up with everything to do with the Universal Mega 9000 Championship. When out came Randy Orton. He was also introduced by rapper Carry On, or Carry On, or however you pronounce it, because he had made a song called RKO. So there you go, any budding musicians. If you want to be featured on WWE TV, just call one of your tunes, Northern Light Suplex and they'll give you a call. Oh, and then use wrestling line number 78 when he said, nobody can stop the bloodline, except for me, when he also talked about the Royal Rumble and how the only number that is gonna be important is number 15, because when he does win, he will be the WWE champion for the 15th time. It's quite an amazing number. Now, while he didn't say AJ Styles' name here, AJ was offended because he came out and he was like, have you forgotten that I'm in that match too? You upset me, Randy. Why am I invisible to you? He's also mad at Nick Aldis because he had asked for a match with Sola Sokoa, but that had been given to LA Knight when he told Randy, don't forget, I owe you a receipt. So I was like, oh, well, they must have gone out for lunch or something. And now they need to settle up. I'm glad we're being polite. So I was also said he was going to walk over Randy and LA Knight to get to the title. So he made a massive wrestling faux pas because here came La. He instantly accused AJ of whining and crying, which is all he ever does. When he said, "We all know the reason Paul Heyman went to bat to try and get this match with Solo Sokoa versus me, because I am the biggest threat in this four-way." But it doesn't matter because I too will be WWE champion. Once again, I was like, "Somebody is lying." He still said that he was going to beat Solo's ass so bad that Sokoa was going to start doing his daddy's dance. And yeah, he was referring to Rikishi. You remember that with Too Cool. Sola Sokoa should do that one day. Goofy wrestling for life. So I'm not going to lie, this was really effective because after he had insulted everyone, he just walked off. Cook, people, and leave. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. was then realized he had the perfect opportunity for a distraction, so he booted Randy Orton right in the head. So there we go. We have just planted those seeds. Maybe these people will beat Roman Reigns. <laughs> Of course they won't. Of course Roman is going to win. And even if he stacked all three of them up and pinned them, I'd be like, yeah, well, I kind of saw it coming. Mostly, though, I just think this match is going to be really good. And I am excited for it. So while this was your traditional down opening, it was perfectly fine. And they all feel like stars. We then got our first match after this. And Carlitos' win-loss record absolutely sucks because he was finally taking on santos escobar and he did lose although actually when you do go listen to kyle in recent interviews he is kind of like i just want to give back to the wrestling business it's quite literally what he's doing mr apple was so mad at santos though he just beat the crap out of him to begin to the point escobar had to escape the ring using tina the turnbuckle but that didn't work either this is when angel and Herberto did their thing though and they cast distractions so escobar was able to get on top and then we got some dives. I was like, oh, thank goodness for that. Imagine you watched a wrestling program in the modern day without a dive. You wouldn't know what to do with yourself. Santos was then getting a bunch of one, two oos, and you can figure that out for yourself because the clue is in the name, when he ripped off Carlito's t-shirt. I was like, man, that is expensive merchandise. How unnecessary. He also hit a Frankensteiner, so that was pretty cool, when he started to pull a Carlito's hair. I was like, I can't sympathize or empathize with that. I don't get it. It really did annoy Carlito though, because he went after the back and the neck because he hit a neck breaker and a spine buster. But this is when Humberto and Garza were doing their thing again because I'm a weird guy. I started shouting at the TV, referee, why aren't you doing anything? Finally, the LWO decided to help out their man. So everybody started to fight. When we got the most unexpected call-up, because after having what was probably her best performance on NXT, do you know who arrived to reunite with Santos Escobar? It was none other than... Electra Lopez. Now, she started throwing bones, too. Carlito got so confused about this, he forgot he was in a wrestling match, when Santos hit him with the most devastating move in all the Spots Entertainment Surprise roll-up, and he got the 1-2-3. So I will say I really like this Lopez call-up because it makes all the sense in the world and it makes NXT feel like some kind of proving ground. And I actually enjoy this feud as well. We're clearly building to something bigger. I'm gonna give it an up. But I'm gonna give you a spoiler here. There is a down coming later, and I'm sure you can figure it out but I'll leave it for now. Amazingly, we then went backstage and AJ Styles was talking to Jimmy Uso. And I was like, what are you doing? The OC felt the same because they came and asked their moody leader, well, what was that about? And AJ just mugged him off. So I had to worry throughout the rest of this show. Thankfully, it turns out okay. Which is when I popped huge. <laughs> Because the Raw Rumble Tumblr is back. Now, i look like an idiot because I made a video the day where I literally said, oh, WWE will never do this again. If you don't know, it's just like one big rolling crate thingamajig when wrestlers walk in and they pull their Raw Rumble number out and you think they would show it to the camera. But no, they keep it a secret and you have to work it out from their face. The Street Profits of Sans Escobar picked theirs and they kind of got into it because Bobby Lashley was hanging out with them too. But R-Truth totally won this just after, because he came in and he pulled out a ball. It's like, man, does this mean I have to quarantine? (laughs) So he must have got 19. If you get it, you get it. Nick Aldis and Ava Rain from NXT were here, so we must be pushing her big as a general manager. And because once again, R-Truth is the man, he looked at Nick and he was like, man, Adam, your hair has grown really fast. As we've already talked about, I understood that one a little bit more. So this just made the Royal Rumble feel like a big deal. And as always, Nick Aldis is killing his role. Seriously, good luck to Ava as well. I talked about this on NXT ups and downs. Developmental, if we're still calling it that, shouldn't just be about being a wrestler. It's about being an on-screen character. I hope she kills. it. Planning for your next trip?
2: a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and best of all suited to your schedule get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelpcom slash what culture today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help pcom slash what culture
1: when the absolute mad journey of the women's tag team titles continued i mean at least it's never boring but we did indeed get the kabuki warriors taking on kaden carter and katana chance and just to let you win on what is going to happen which is the point of this show we have brand new flubbing champions damn. And I thought this was really good because it was super fun times, and fair play to Chance and Carter, even though they only had a small run, I thought they did the best that they could, and they've now established themselves as a team. And the big joy with them as well is that their whole offense is basically based around double teams, and they come up with some crazy stuff. So in the early going here, they were showing Oscar and Kyrie saying, oh, well, you may have the experience, but you can't do this flippy-dippy wah wow." Wah, wah, so we're going to get you. It ended with a couple of stereo dives, because of course it did, we've already addressed that, when I think the Kaboosh... Rookie Warriors must have learned because they were then doing Mortal Kombat combos. I was really into it. Oscar at one point decided to run a chance too when she got low-bridged and the Empress Tomorrow fell out to the outside. So when I started to think about it again, will Tomorrow ever come? I mean, she's been an Empress in waiting for about seven years. Kyrie eventually got thrown outside as Kyrie got the hot tag and she did a big old crossbody onto these Warriors. When she also hit this springboard leg drop, it's really, really smooth. Like my head. Last bull joke. Simei was then worried about her partner, so she was then back in to break up pins after one-two-oos when we got a massive one, because the champs did hit the kickstand. Obviously, the Kabuki Warriors helped the other one get out of it. The tag clacks and heart then went off, which means everybody was fighting, when Chance got thrown into Alan the table. So Carter got booted in the face by Oscar when Kyrie went to the top rope and she hit that insane elbow... And that was it. One, two, three. The titles changed hands. The rest of Damage Control came out to celebrate as well. And I really do hope we use this to heat up those titles. Because this division is growing and it's getting better. And it has some depth. And they can put on some good matches. So I am going to give it an up. I was pleasantly surprised. One last nerd down though. I don't really think we needed to make Kagan Carter and Katana Chance transitional champions. Like it doesn't matter. Because I actually think in hindsight it will be for the greater good. But I just told you. This is a geek down still a down. Paul Heyman was then asking Sola Sakoa to fix the problem this evening. I was like, damn, Paul's oven must be broken. Sakai then promised he'd do this as he did walked off as Jimmy was like, man, that guy is so scary. When Heyman basically gave a rah-rah speech to Jimbo Uso and said, listen, pal, if you win the Royal Rumble, you can then beat Sith Rollins and become the world champion. And do you know what it takes to become the tribal chief? Seizing the moment. So I thought this was really good seed planting because you know eventually the bloodline is going to collapse. But it was also another way to tell you Jimmy Uso could win the Royal Rumble. I mean, he's not going to, but you should believe that anything is possible. Bianca, and Blair and Bailey were then yelling each other because they were picking their Raw Rumble numbers. And again, it's all about those facial reactions when out came Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits because they wanted to talk to the Final Testament. <laughs> the name still makes me laugh. The good news, though, is that this family feels like it's going to work for Carrion Cross on the main roster because after Bobby and the Street Profits had gone, oh man, we want you to come out here so we can beat you up, Carrion and his boys did arrive. They were like, nah, bruh, that ain't gonna happen, and this entire arena booed. Yes! that okay. was quite funny, because it was Scarlett that got right in Bobby's face, and because I'm an idiot, I was like, man, we should do that at WrestleMania. And after Lashley had called Cross a Coward and Montez Ford said they were scared, the final test were like, no, we're not. Also, we've got two guys here that read loads of books, the authors a pain, so they're really intelligent, and even though they pretended they weren't gonna scrap they got into a big old scrap. Before this as well, Carrion told Bobby that he's not in control anymore, and I still don't know what that means, and because the wrestling maths were against Bobby Lashley in the Street Profits, because it was like three on 72, Carrion cross's his team whooped all of their ass, once again, they actually look quite powerful. Now, in many ways, it's a shame the Survivor Series isn't coming up because this would work wonderfully, especially if Bol could go recruit a couple of other people. But they're all coming out in the same gear, and they all look like stables. This kind of transported me back to the late 90s. So again, I am very excited about this. It's simple stuff, but it's compelling stuff, and it's getting it out. Jimmy Uso then did indeed pull his Royal Rumble number, and he looked super sad. So I'm going to presume he got number one. And do you know who should get number two? Jay Uso. Let's start that feud and put it on at WrestleMania. Yes, we got a quick reminder that we are getting Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens at the Royal Rumble for the US title. And we saw them having a brawl here in the Performance Center. And talking about NXT, more people then arrived on SmackDown. What is happening? It was Austin Theory versus Carmelo Hayes as they were making good after their terrifying fall a couple of weeks ago. And of course, Carmelo was doing really well until Grayson Waller cast Distraction. And at one point he was just interfering, this guy. Theory used all this to throw haze to the ground like he was a lonely island son. When he hit that move that's called like the Axtopia, or the axtium or the Axterara, I don't know. But it looks really good. It should probably be somebody's finisher. They really then did get into some good wrestling tennis, though, because this back and forth was awesome. But, of course, after Grayson was like, oh, man, I'm going to continue to be a bit of a dick, they did get into the most devastating move in all of entertainment. A surprise roll-up battle. And what did Austin do? He reversed one. He held the tights. One, two, three. So that's why it's going to get a down. Santos Escobar earlier could have just hit his finisher and won. You don't need to do two on the same show. I'll tell you a little secret. (laughs) Secretly love it, but down. Waller in theory still beat the crap out of Carmelo Hayes afterward because they are a couple of goobers. And this was one of the best moments of the night, because who came out to save Carmelo? It was none other than Trick Williams. And man, everybody knew who he was. Call him up tomorrow. My favorite part is that after this, though, Hayes was looking at him like, why are you here and stealing my moment? So we are going to continue this story back on NXT, and I love it when we cross the streams. So given the match and the fallout and the aftermath and the fact that Trick Williams was so damn over, I'm giving it up. It's like watching your children make it to the big time. I shouldn't have said that. Keanu Braxton was then talking to rapper Carrion, or Carrion, and I asked him, who do you think is going to be the champion after the weekend? And Of course, he said Randy Orton, because Randy Orton is his friend. But because the bloodline are the most thin-skinned individuals ever, they walked in like, man, you should have said that. So I think this was mostly just a tie in the fact that we did have a famous musician on there when we got to our main event. It was Solo Sokoa versus LA Knight. A little bit confused what we're doing with Solo post that Saudi Arabia squash of John Cena. But we'll talk about it. Now, Knight had a really interesting strategy here, because he was like, well, I'm gonna go after your hand solo, because then you can't spike me. So that's really smart. And at one point he took it and he threw it into Rita the Ring Post. <laughs> the problem was Lars' follow-up to this was to do a springboard, and that is a truly dangerous move in 2024. Because what did Sokoa do? He looked him and went, ha ha, and he punched him out of me there. He tried to follow up with a Samoan drop, which was perfectly fine because it was Samoan. But LA Knight just came back here and he hit. A Russian leg sweep. I love the fact he keeps on doing that. Keep on doing the 1980s moves. He also got a bulldog as Jimmy Uso. was like, oh, my friend's in trouble. So he tried to get involved. LA Knight just threw him into Alan the announce table. When AJ Styles must have been looking at his watch and went, nah, man, they've been fighting about for 10 minutes. That's way too long for me. He just appeared on Barry Barricade and he took LA Knight out with a phenomenal forearm and the ref was watching this like, why do you make my life so hard disqualification? But I also then got thrown into Simba the Steel Steps when Jimbo turned back and given ties into earlier, he tried to give AJ Styles the chair and he took it at first. And I was like, no, Aj, why are you letting me down? But thankfully, he saw sense and he whooped the bloodline's ass. you and then must have been in the back yelling at the audio guy, press play, press play, because his music hit. It was like Superman. He took out the bloodline, he took out AJ Styles, he took out absolutely everybody when he started dishing out RKOs. And he got up on the rope, and was all like, I oh, hear voice, it's in my head. I was like, damn, what a push. Thing is, though, he had totally forgotten about LA Knights. So and when he turned around, he got flattened with the blunt force trauma. So you understand what WWE did here. They're sending you a message that maybe, just maybe, Knight can win. Also. <laughs> course he's not going to win. That's why he got his moment here. It's not happening at the Royal Rumble. WWE 101. It is a little bit weird with Solo Sokoa though, as I did mention, because Randy Orton basically squashed him last week and here, like he was doing all right, but he was getting beaten up. So we'll have to wait and see. Because again, he's lost a little bit of momentum, but he still totally rules. So I do like to believe there's a long-term plan here. And this was a very good way to remind you that yes, we have a Royal Rumble, but yes, we have a massive Universal title match. So it was totally fine with me giving it an up which did indeed bring us to the end of smackdown and look like i've already said the idea here was to make you go i have to watch that pay-per-view not like that premium live event which is what i do want to do let's just try and enjoy it as much as we can Uh, now please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's smackdown like the video share the video and subscribe click the video on the screen which is ups and downs for aew dynamite to enjoy all the resting love sounds disgusting and of course enjoy the show my friend i will be back tomorrow morning i'll be super tired but that's the joy of it take care
0: Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a b and with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia